Hey friend, welcome back to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Michael McCurry, your host, and I'm so very thankful for the opportunity that I have to speak to you today. We've got much to cover, and so I'm going to ask you to grab your Bibles and go to the book of Luke chapter number 2. The book of Luke chapter number 2. We're going to read about 12 verses in just a moment. I'll ask you to tune your ears. More important than anything I say today is what the Bible has to say. We've talked all this week about the fact that you and I should want to be like Jesus. We should want our children to be like Jesus. And if that's the case, then we should want our children, we should want ourselves to be missionaries because Jesus was a missionary. He crossed cultural boundaries. He left his home in heaven. He left a work that continued in his absence and he involved the natives, you and me, in his work. That sure sounds like a missionary. We've discussed some reasons why Maybe why we wouldn't want to be like Jesus. It could be because we don't care about the lost as we should. Maybe it's because we're fearful or we don't think important what God thinks important. I hope none of those things are true. I hope that you want to be like Jesus, that you want your children to be like Jesus, and that you want your family to be a missionary family. I'm not just assuming or I'm not just saying that you should want to pack up all your bags and get a container and put everything you own, everything that's precious, to you on an airplane or on a cargo ship and to move to the far side of the world. I'm telling you that you and I can be missionaries right where we live today. Let me encourage you today, friend, to join me in the book of Luke chapter number two. We've been discussing how we can be like Jesus, how we can be a missionary. We looked yesterday at Luke chapter 2 and verse number 40. The Bible says this, And the child, talking about Jesus, grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Now, this child sounds healthy physically, doesn't he? He also sounds healthy mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Could we return to where we were talking yesterday for just a moment If we want to be like Jesus in stature and in spirit, we need to be healthy, both of body and of mind. May I also say this, if you want to raise your children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, then could I speak to a specific demographic for just a few seconds here? If you can honestly look yourself in the mirror, moms, and say, you know what, I'm a little bit of a helicopter mom, then you need to realize that your young men, your boys, need to grow up to be young men. I have the opportunity to be on the leadership, as in addition to Bible Tracks Incorporated, of a ministry called Man Camp, the Midwest Christian Boys Football Camp. It's not about the football, it's all about the preaching that happens during the week. It's the first full week of August, and you can learn more at mancamp1994.org. But I'm not doing a commercial for Man Camp today. What I'm saying is this, many times boys will come and they'll go back home as young men because they've learned some things. They've established some physical benchmarks. They've heard some phenomenal preaching from some of the best pastors, missionaries, and evangelists, the best preachers in America and sometimes even from the world. But I've had mothers either imply or almost explicitly state that they're scared to send their boys to man camp because they might come back thinking for themselves. They might come back as young men, they might come back with some independence. Mothers, may I say very kindly that that should be what you want for your children. 
If your children follow you around like ducklings for the entirety of their life into their 20s, 30s, and 40s, then the case could be made that you're not doing this parenting thing quite right. But then can we also talk to you men? I realize I'm probably talking to some single parents as well. People that have had some difficult circumstances they've navigated. Single mothers, I'd recommend getting into a good local church and getting your boys around the man of God for that place, around your pastor, around the youth pastor, giving them some father figures, sending them to man camp. Again, mancamp1994.org if you're interested. But fathers, you are supposed to be leaders in the home. Please, I beg you, don't let your wife make the decision about whether or not your family is going to church this Sunday. Lead your family from the front, sir. I encourage you. That's the best way to raise children that are healthy physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. You see, in stature and in spirit, Jesus grew. And he was growing into a missionary. But not only that, he was also growing in his habit and heritage. Your children, as I've just mentioned, should have a habit of going to church. Your children should have a habit of reading their Bible. When's the last time that you encourage your children or demanded that your children read their Bible? You say, that's a personal decision. Uh, when children are, do you demand that your children brush their teeth? I would think so if you're wise and don't want massive dentist bills. Why would you demand any less spiritually? Do you encourage and demand that your children eat? Yes. Why? Because they should. It's the only way to stay healthy. So why would you demand any less spiritually? Do you help grow the habits spiritually that you demand in other areas as well? Are your children being raised with a habit of serving God? I ask this, is giving part of your children's habits? I learned at a very young age to give to God's work. We gave to our local church. We gave to missions. I learned that a tenth, a tithe, is what is, well, all of it's God's, and he lets us keep 90% of it. But I learned early on, if someone gave me a dollar, a dime belonged to the offering plate. This is not a plea for you to give to Bible Tracks Incorporated. You should be giving to your local church first. But a dime belonged to the offering plate. I learned early on that I should be giving to missions. Our church, and I learned early on, faith promise missions giving. I remember starting to give to missions with a with uh, no it wasn't even a quarter it was a it was a nickel, a nickel a week, and I didn't get an allowance. My my parents th felt that me being able to grow up in their home, having food to eat and a bed to sleep on, was allowance enough. I didn't get some monetary amount, so I'd scrounge, I had to find, I had to go after. Can I tell you because of my parents instilling that habit in me, I'm giving far more than a nickel, a dime, a quarter these days to international missions, to God's people, getting the gospel all over the world. I don't say that to, my, to boast. I say that because it started somewhere. An object in motion will tend to stay in motion, right? But an object at rest will tend to stay at rest. And if you're at zero on your giving, whether to your church, through tithes and offerings, or missions giving, then you're likely to stay at zero the rest of your life. Start giving. Instill that in your children. Let's talk about heritage. Many of you know that I talk so often about our founder, Paul Levine, the founder of this missions work, Bible Tracks Incorporated. Why do I talk about him? I talk about him because 
I'm grateful for what he gave us. We have so often forgotten those that came before and gave us that which we can be thankful for. Do your children realize the heritage that they've been given? History forgotten is history repeated. You realize that you have a phenomenal heritage and you have a responsibility to instill in your children not just a growth of stature and spirit, but also a growth of habit and heritage. Jesus, we see in Luke chapter 2, verse number 41, Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. Jesus was raised as an earthly boy with habit and heritage. Jesus, verses number 43 through 49, won't read them again for sake of time, but you remember he said, I must be about my father's business. Jesus was raised with business and busyness. Now, busyness does not equate to efficiency. Busyness does not equate to getting things done. But saying you're busy doesn't mean that anything good is happening. But I can tell you this, it's much easier to steer a moving ship. It's very difficult to steer a stationary ship. Did you know that? I would rather you be moving in the wrong direction because at least we can start to steer you in the right direction. Your counselors, your leaders, your parents could help steer you in the right direction than if you're just lazy and sedate and not moving anywhere. So get busy about the Father's business. We're talking about being a missionary, talking about being like Jesus. Of course, stature and spirit. Habit and heritage. Business and busyness. What was Jesus' business? Well, he said in Matthew chapter 9, Pray there for the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. He came from heaven specifically because there was a harvest to be had, a harvest of souls. We close with this. Focus and favor. Look at Luke chapter 2, verse number 50. They understood not the saying which he spake unto them, And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. We look at the favor that he had. I'm so thankful for the fact that there have been people in my life that have been kind enough to give me their favor, sometimes completely undeserved. But Jesus, he grew in favor with God and man. Can I ask you? Do you have the favor of God? When you pray, does He actually hear you? Let me encourage you today, friend, if you're listening right now and you don't know Christ as your Savior, the best way to begin to grow your favor with God, to start, is to accept Him as your personal Lord and Savior. Let me ask this, though, of you parents. Do you pay attention to your children's spiritual health? I'm excited about the opportunity to close this week of broadcasts. I'm excited about the opportunity to talk to you more in the coming weeks about raising your children to be missionaries. Let me end with this, a quote by a lady named Lilius Trotter, talking about focus, what you are focused on. A lady named Lilius Trotter said this, she was a missionary, a single woman, a missionary in Algeria for many years, said, turn your soul's vision to Jesus and look at him. And a strange dimness will come over all that is apart from him. The song, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus, was taken from those words, was inspired by those words. Let me ask you today, friend, are you endeavoring to be a missionary? Do you endeavor for your children to be missionaries? I ask you just like I ask 
those in the audience right now. I, I've been joined by a live studio audience since I have the video version. For those of you that are watch, that are listening on radio, you're going to have to go to uh, YouTube and find the video version because I've been joined by the entirety of a Christian school just about right now, and uh, they're all waving at us, and we appreciate the, uh, the good people here in Rochester, New York. But let me encourage you, just like I want each and every one of these to be missionaries, I want each and every one of you that are listening right now to be missionaries as well. Because the people listening on radio can't hear you guys when you wave and nod your heads, could we get, um, let's say, um, we'll just say a big, uh, well, let's see, good morning, good afternoon, let's, say, let's just say hello. One, two, three. Hello. Very good. Thanks for listening to the Bible Track Echoes radio broadcast. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.